0: This week on This Galarian Life, Marty takes a bunch to break from
1: the action. I swear to God, do not
2: elope with my son. Yeah, Sam, I don't <laughs> know if that's the path you want to be following, given your reputation. I'll hunt you down and kill you. <laughs>
3: hey, relax. Go on a shopping
2: spree. Uh, well, I should have some store credit, seeing as you already stolen my heart.
0: But things get more
3: serious as they make plans for the future.
4: You just took advice from a 17-year-old.
3: <laughs> this conversation stays mainly between you and me, kid. How much preparation is too much?
4: And she goes, how hey, about you wait till book four? <laughs> <laughs> well
0: getting a head start has some unexpected consequences?
4: I didn't really want you to find out about me leaving for somebody else. You're
1: planning on leaving? Listen, to find out.
4: Hello,
0: everybody. And welcome to... Escalarian wife. Life. I'm Maxi Molstrom, stepping in for Derek this week. Uh, he had a very busy schedule and he asked me to cover some basics. But before I get into that, I'd like to give a public service announcement of sorts. You see, I've been stuck in another plane of existence for a while now and... It's not as fun as it's all cracked up to be. So, before you start messing with any, uh, planar entities or shift spells, think before you act, because your first time would be your last. Derek also had some notes for me. Wanted you all know that the show is doing very well. Just remember, rate and review us on your podcast apps, share us with some friends. Let's see if we can get these listener rates up to where they can be. This has been an amazing experience for all involved, and even though I've only been in one episode, five minute clip near the end of another, I've had an amazing time. I hope you all have too. That's the last thing I have to do is tell you enjoy episode 16 how Truxton cut his groove back.
2: Gonna go ahead and take twenty until the end of the episode. And here's what I accomplished. Built traps around the cave. And now the uh, merchant who appeared at the end of the last episode is my wife. <laughs> that's
4: oh, cool. how this world works, I okay? guess. Um, she immediately starts gaining weight.
2: Oh, that's fine, I probably do too.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's start this by checking in with what you all know is going on. Just outside of like what are what are your biggest threats right now?
2: Uh the Republicans.
4: <laughs> oh. Uh <laughs>
2: commentary. Biggest threats right now. I don't think we have any.
4: That's correct, because you've won the campaign.
1: No, I
5: mean we're plan- we talking
3: we're- meta or are we talking in fiction?
5: No, we're we're planning the invasion of them tonight.
3: <laughs> Six hours of training. <laughs> Straight to the battlefield.
5: Red Dawn, motherfucker. <laughs> so,
4: you basically, I mean, the big thing is over the course of the last couple episodes, you found out that there's bounties on all of your heads. But I guess there are two major questions. One, where are they sending those bounties from? Is it from Thayandar, or is there like a, another like subset of the hobgoblins who are specifically calming the forests? And there isn't a second question, because I thought I could improvise, but I didn't. So, the second question is, why am I so bad at this? Yeah, uh, really yeah,
3: hard. So I, uh, I don't really have an answer for the first question, but...
5: Yeah, I'm glad y'all chimed in like that.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
5: yeah, that's all go over the rest of our main goals. So I didn't said mine answer was just my question, so. Well... What are the rest of the goals we have
3: so are we talking from our character's perspective, or just not,
5: like... Not yet,
4: because there's something we have to do before we get to that. Y'all want to make a deal? Uh, yes. At the end of last episode, this uh, deep gnome woman comes out of the cave. Uh, she's got this big bag on her back, and some of you would recognize it as like a bag of holding. She just asks you if you want to buy or sell anything.
2: Uh, Well, I should have some store credit, seeing as you've already <laughs> stolen my heart. Yo, buddy, I, I'm I'm not into that kind of thing. Just what? Charming, handsome men. Are you from Tennessee?
4: Cause you're the only ten I see. Ha ha ha! ha. I don't even know if that's I don't even know if the Lorian map is based on base ten, but that's a good joke, Druxton. Thanks. You're welcome. So I mean, so this woman just burst hey, out Did a
2: it K. hurt when you <sighs> fell from heaven?
4: <laughs> that's three hours, please. Let her <laughs> roll. I'm I'm chaotic good, so I would have fell in from Elysium, but
2: I get your point. How do I uninstall life? <laughs> I'm calling the police. <laughs> Rexton's an old school romantic.
1: <laughs> Is that what they call it nowadays? So woman
4: bursts her way through the wall, asks you all if you want to buy or sell anything. Do you trust her? What's going
2: on? Oh none I of, none of that conversation happened before, I guess. Alright. Well, we'll start from the top, then. Hey, my name is Truxton, <laughs> and it's very nice to meet you. You look lovely.
4: Well, I am Novi. I am, as you can tell, a merchant to the Underdark, uh, trying to make my way to a new place to sell my wares.
2: Well, and... let me tell you, you've come to the right spot. I'll take all of them. Uh, that'll be one million gold pieces, please. All right, goog and I look over and <laughs> gesture for... The bag.
1: <laughs> you we, got uh, me right. Don't have that kind
5: of cash there, short one. Uh, Gorguga, last time the party trusted a traveling merchant, I was attacked by a furry outside a cave. Uh, so he's a little bit hesitant on this one.
3: Hey, gnome lady, you wouldn't happen to be a traveling furry that likes to kill people, would you? Uh, not that I'm aware of. No. Completely trustworthy, Gorgug See,
5: how does one such as you survive in the underdark, traveling from place to place?
4: I'm uh, I'm very well adapted to the Underdark, and you see the thing about them down there, much like you surface dwellers, is if you pay the right price, people just kinda let you do what the fuck you want.
2: Is that
1: I mean, does that go for you as well? It or?
4: does not. Not
2: in the way you're thinking.
1: Okay, just curious. Do you have any uh magical cloaks that can protect us that might be resistant to things?
5: Or see through. What about decks of magical playing cards?
4: I have exactly anything you would want to buy that you could technically afford with the gold we discussed off air. So you guys buy and sell what you buy and sell real quick. Anybody make any important purchases or interesting purchases that you? Yeah, want to I'm share? stealing.
5: I, I'm stealing all the money from the entire party and the camp and for everyone the area. I'm going to get a plus six headband of vast intelligence.
3: No, that's
4: uh, canon. He said it first. That's canon.
3: <laughs> I want a I wanna whip. A better whip.
5: She
4: has a plus one whip.
3: Cool, it's mine now.
4: She also has three cloaks of resistance, if anybody's interested in those.
3: I already have one.
5: I'm taking one. Hey guys, let's see if we can. Do you sell portable holes?
3: Did you just ask for a portable hole?
5: <laughs> like is a long flashlight? This as <laughs>
4: long as it's not for your friend. No, no boy over there.
2: Oh, it's not, not going
1: well. Hold on, is this a gonna bag of gold. This is going
2: really well. I thought we were really hitting it off.
4: And it also costs twenty thousand gold, so you guys can't afford it. So, anything else? Head headbands of strength, or yeah, headbands of strength. Dex, sure. con, con. con. Give, me the, Give me the con. You already have a dex. You already have a dex headbone. Oh. Give me a
1: dex belt and the cloak resistance.
4: Okay. Eames, you could probably
2: make your rapier a plus one. That would be 2000 Ooh, I like the idea of spending more money than most of the other people.
5: Derek, what was our rough amount of gold we have? 6000 6, Yeah. Oh. oh.
2: Wait,
5: how fall.
3: much is my whip? Two. Can I also get the mask of cutting flesh? Whoa.
2: Cool. <laughs> how much is that?
3: 3000
2: Come on, there's yeah. here. I, I guess. No, that's five-sixths of our gold. No, you have $6,000 apiece.
3: 6000 apiece.
2: Oh. Well, but, you know, with what you owe me and all. What
3: the fuck do I owe you? I owed you one gold piece for waking up to help me solve the well, murder. yes,
2: and I've been collecting interest on that.
3: Uh, you don't get the gold because you didn't help me solve the fucking murder. Yes, I did. Who As murdered equal, Who murdered was Clinton?
2: Your genitalia. <laughs>
3: This is that's uncute. because you don't
2: like the results of my investigation. Does not mean you don't have to. This it.
3: <laughs> is not uh, proven in a court of law.
2: No, as far as you all know, that's your best lead.
3: God damn it!
4: Okay, so we have cloaks of resistances, uh, weapon
1: upgrades. Um, I'll throw a, a thousand gold into the general pot that I'm not using. I would say maybe
4: somebody should should. Just a uh, wand of cure light wounds. By the way, you have. I already have one, though. Get another. You, you do, but it's not full. And as you guys level up, you'll need more more charges on it. It's like three hundred and fifty. Or Goog or you play Do you have any idea of what you want to buy?
5: I'm going to buy a plus two belt of giant strength. Okay. And then blow the rest on. Well, some some cure light wounds wands, and then uh. I want to hit up the old Sears robot catalog and get the ingredients we need to build a still. I think she'll,
4: she could probably um, get you a shipment of some scrap metal in probably about a week. That would be enough. Um, and you have that forge that those Darrow skeletons were hiding in, so I would say you could probably
5: build that. So I look I look over to the gnome. He doesn't see me looking at him, but I'm just imagining our glorious future together.
2: <laughs> uh, do you have a premium Snapchat? Yeah.
5: Okay. I will pay whatever it takes to subscribe,
2: and then I will buy traps for the cave. I actually do want to do that. I wanna buy some pre made shit that's good as hell and presents. What so so like poison traps? Like we talking like like dart traps or what? Eric, you know goddamn well I don't know what I'm talking about.
4: We'll just, just fucking make it up.
2: All right. Like uh, with, with
4: this kind of stuff, I'm thinking,
2: I'm thinking we're, th- we're going, we're pulling out all the stops. We're getting <laughs> a bucket of water.
4: <laughs> an iron, an iron hanging over the front door. Yeah, Match, we're we'll get... <laughs> matchbox cars for the steps.
2: Oh yeah! <laughs> we're gonna have, hell, to like, yeah. we have
3: a hall uh, yeah. with chimes so we hear them coming.
2: Nails, <laughs> just nails pointing up all around on the ground. <laughs> a wand to produce flames for the doorknobs. <laughs>
4: and uh, one replica or one uh, kit to create a construct that looks exactly like Joe Pesci.
2: And then the second layer of traps is just me throwing bricks at people who come <laughs> in from the top of the skyscraper.
4: And then a gun. Yeah. Just in case the traps don't work. How about a better crossbow? Can I get one of those? Um, I mean, do you want it to be magical, or do you want it to be, like, a magical crossbow is going to cost you 2000 a masterwork will cost you about 150. Masterwork gives you plus one to attack. Magical gives you
2: plus one attack and damage. 150 just dollars? That's it? Yeah, gold pieces. Oh yeah, I'll get the I'll get that. Okay. And then I also last actually thing, actually I think you guys have probably already found masterwork crossbows. Well, I have not been factoring that in. Last thing I want to do is buy a knife and some glue, and I'm gluing the knife to the edge of the crossbow. There
5: we go. Yes, now, now we're
2: talking, baby. She gives you some gorilla glue. Okay. Made directly
4: from a Mwangi gorilla. Is that racist? Jesus. A Harambe gorilla? Mwangi. Oh. It's a region in Pathfinder. That's it. So so you buy her stuff. She, um, at least for the next month or so, will pop in every week. Bring you scrap metal or extra supplies for whatever you want to do to build the cave. Here's the setup for this session. You've cleared out the cave, and you have a month of peace. That is a month to do whatever you want to do to kind of improve your situation, however you see fit. I
2: start going uh, to therapy. Well, except for that. Okay.
4: The only therapist around the Iron therapy.
3: Fang Legion.
2: <laughs> I don't trust you to maintain the uh, proper
5: therapist's... Well, it's a fact there. Uh, so. is actually fully certified as a humanist therapist. <laughs> so how, how this is
4: going to work is you all have one kind of like big goal that will take the whole month and then some smaller goals that maybe take a week or so. About a week or so. Yes. what are you all thinking to do for your month?
2: Well, uh Grogug has just clued me in on a little operation that we're gonna start together. Groguog, you wanna
5: further explain? Oh, I would consider that one of my sub goals, although <laughs> truth be told, it's the most important one. Most importantly I have had a drink in a long time. Get a hoot started, I'm sure the young man here knows a thing or two about brewing. Lord knows I know a thing or two about drinking it. So the plan is to make We're making a spill. <laughs> we need booze, Derek.
3: They're making
5: prison hooch. Uh, as a side benefit, by the way, this is not completely just to get drunk. Uh, the byproduct, the ethyl alcohol, could probably make pretty good bomb material.
1: Or medical supplies.
5: Yeah. That's, no, we're going to sell to the hobgoblins. They'll go blind. It'll be perfect. It was all figured out. <laughs> I'll never see us
4: coming. So, Novi um, brings you in some of the, the scrap metal and supplies you would need. Go ahead. Give me some... It's probably not a craft alchemy check, but let's make it a craft alchemy check. So Truxton makes that,
5: and you can aid. I will use my use magic device check. Wait, Derek, what would you like me? What should be my aid roll? You don't have... Oh my god. I'm a plus 15 to craft alchemy. Yeah, you are.
2: Uh, Go ahead and roll it. We'll see how fast you get it together. (laughs) Nat 2. Yeah!
4: Aid me. Um... Grogu, what is there? Something you can do besides just like putting it together?
5: Uh, I can scare the shit out of Preston so he works harder. I think, Yeah. Or, can wait. Make, why do we? Wait. Why do we have old Red do the assist? Uh, he'll he'll assist too. Uh,
4: yeah, it's a plus two in the roll, so that puts it at nineteen. Yep. Hey, uh, Grogu, give me an intimidate check.
5: <laughs> yeah! Finally. Hey. What are you doing? Alright boys Start fucking working Cause here we go I'm stealing time It's a good socialist concept How's a 26 creature?
2: Uh I'll say that's a good enough to 8
5: Now hold on What can I <clears throat> Oh it's 8 Okay, okay. i a negative reinforcement I'm being the father You never had So I'll say
4: A 20 gets it done In two weeks So by week 3 Of it Takes her a week To get you The materials And two weeks To build The skill so by week three, you're up
5: and running. It's, this is like this is literally like an episode of Trailer Park Boys. Basically, yes, this
2: particular venture.
5: I'm so proud. I will let you eat aside exactly what we're fermenting here. Um, yeah, I was thinking port wine. Or no, wait,
2: Jeff, what's that, uh, no. what's that, what's that, uh, shitty thing, the challenge that you want to do to try to get drunk off that just, like, awful liquor? Boobin's Farm. Boobin's Farm, yeah. The, the fuzzy animal. <laughs> <vegetable. laughs> yeah, we're doing boobins Farm. No, we're brewing some, uh, classic 2011-style Four loco. All
5: uh, right, that sounds good. Oh
3: my god, what the fuck is wrong with you?
1: <laughs> I'm still encased into things. I eat, take it, guys, we're, we're not going to really use the runoff
5: as medical supplies. <laughs> <laughs>
3: the bomb <vomit laughs> is so good, though. <laughs> If you know, it is, a
5: if it's another disinfectant. Since I see the it if it's perfect. So that's your three weeks of
2: the smaller goal. Okay. My my secondary smaller goal, because this is a quick one, so I'll get it out of the way. Will be to craft some potions. So like, I would like to be able to craft like a uh, a cure light, like a cure a couple cure medium wounds or something like that, moderate it wounds.
4: Doesn't really work like that because you can't cast the spell yet.
2: Uh, what else can I craft other than antitoxin? He's already have that because I've not used that yet. So right, there's disease stuff. Uh, you can do
4: like alchemist fires. Yeah, I'm gonna craft some cure mild plague. Or you also um, have that craft weapons skill. Maybe you could like do swords or something. Or
2: oh, for the militia.
4: Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Or yeah, just for the refugees. So when you guys leave, they can protect your still.
2: Yeah. Okay. I'll do that. Okay, uh, go ahead and give me a craft weapons check. Okay. I'm going to add an inspiration dice to this one, Derek, is that okay? Yep. Oh, uh, that's a 20 total. Oh. Shit rolls.
4: Um, Let's say over over the course of the month, when you're not working on the still or you're not doing your big old old... Well, and
2: I got that last week to focus only purely
4: on that. Right. Uh, We'll say you're able to uh, pump out five or six swords of various types... That's okay, like Three long swords, three short swords.
2: And I'm going to give those to the the NPC kind of leaders that we have, and then any uh, leftovers they can just fight over, I guess. Okay.
5: And we have a bunch of weapons collected from the campaign anyway, so we should be pretty well armed. Right.
4: Gorgue, did you have any other smaller goals you want to take care of?
5: Yeah, but this one's purely flavor, so you can go to the other players first. Let's go ahead and take care of it. That way we get you done. Uh, Gorgue is started to despite himself have a find a soft spot for these refugees uh, not the the adults are kind of annoying and incredibly stupid he blames them for most of their tr- troubles but As you he feels it. kind of bad for the kids so he's going to spend time at night uh telling the children campfire stories mostly of a horrifying nature like exactly what it looks like when a giant gets disemboweled and uh <laughs> the effect of morning stars upon a goblin's head Uh, it's gonna be they're useful stories they're good foibles but they are also uh, kind of horrifying
3: dude kids like that shit though
5: oh I know
4: well yeah and there's this one human boy who's like way way too into it (laughs) perfect wow Mr. Grogu, that's amazing did you really do all those things
5: and more, boy, and more.
4: Oh, I want to grow up and be just like you, except with, like, clearer
5: skin.
3: Oh,
4: you're my hero, Goku.
5: I laugh. <laughs> no, you don't. And then, then as I'm hitting my port wine, I'm uh, starting to get more sadness.
3: in just getting drunk
5: with right getting sad. No, you best leave on past met around the campfire, by the way. They're old enough. Yeah, that seems good.
2: If they can be in the militia, they can drink. So,
4: let's see. We'll say this kid's name is... Rufus. Rufus. Yes. Perfect. So this kid's name is Rufus. And Rufus has, despite his young age, started to ask his... his, Unfortunately, his mother's gone. But he started to go
2: work with his father. Oh, my poor Summer child...
3: When a man loves a woman,
5: (laughs) yes. Interested? Go on, Derek. Tell me about this boy. What's he starting to do with his father? What's what's, she? Oh, what's he doing with his father?
4: So, despite his young age, he kind of like inspired him. Not so much with the other kids, but but Rufus is really into this shit now. Uh, So he started to go out and see, help help his father hunt and gather and uh, participate in the daily activities.
2: Well, this will surely end well.
4: Um, and he one day stumbles across a bush, and on that bush is a magical berry that instills him with immortality, and he will never die.
5: Ha <laughs> ha! All
4: according to plan, boy. <laughs> and then you wake up from your dream. Yeah. But essentially, I wasn't counting the children as refugees before, but we'll say... Rufus is another body. Cyrus, what do you want to do with your month?
3: Um, what do I want to do?
2: Small. Well, small
3: goals. Well, yeah,
2: very small goals.
3: My small goals is I want to figure out um, about this locket thing and how I have like a name in my head.
4: I thought thought that was one of the big. I thought that was your big goal.
3: That's my big goal. Um, (laughs) 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 Uh, my small goal. Well, I was going to trap up the entrance, but someone stole that, so... Well, I mean, do you have any other... <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised you didn't call me on that earlier, so... I was waiting for the moment. I legitimately told you the to work, this is my goal, I like...
2: No. I know! <laughs> <laughs> and I immediately messaged Derek.
3: Um, and then, so, like, my thing, uh, or she this whole thing, is that she doesn't really, like, know if she wants to stay here or not, because uh, she tends to run away when there's any trouble, so work through that but that's also flavor
4: I mean it could be flavor I mean let's say we can say that you help the trapping process isn't going to be just like a only Truxton does it
2: well yeah I'm also not that t- I can't reach high places so she's got to do all the like that's true
3: I am um, six foot five
2: let, let me ask you is a that question cannon? yes
3: Um, yeah. hold on it's uh, actually just six foot I rolled okay. my height but I am six foot tall, which is probably like three times your size. It
2: is. I'm two foot six or something like that. So I'm just straight up six people.
4: So I imagine Truxton's like laying like snare traps and bear traps outside.
2: Maybe down. Some, snare beats too.
4: So maybe like some alarm traps too, like strings attached to like bells that are hidden in trees or anything. Do you guys do anything to like barricade like doors? Like you make like a a door on the cave. Yeah. Maybe Cirrus does that, or works with the refugees to do that. Sure. Okay,
3: so, so I build a door, uh, and we put spikes on the outside of the door, but you don't see the spikes. They like come out when you turn the handle and they kill you.
5: I love it. <laughs> it's that thing with Star Wars little robot eyes from the Java's Palace front door.
3: <laughs> that's, ex- <laughs> that's exactly what I was going for.
4: Cirrus <laughs> <laughs> a Droidica.
1: Um, I feel like there's a really good joke in there somewhere about my wife being fat in the pig guards.
5: No, she <laughs> no, she is the door, my friend.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, oh, she's she. Java. Oh, 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 oh,
3: Why isn't Greg's wife in our militia?
2: Oh she's yeah, it crazy. would be like in Game of Thrones or whatever when they have like the big troll that just comes through and is ripping <laughs> people's heads off. No, you That's load her up off the fucking charts. You load her up in the trebuchet. Sirix, how do you
4: go about figuring out, like, you said you wanted to leave, what do you do about that?
3: Well, I mean, I figure I'm, I've am i got my stuff in, a, in like, a, a pack, and I'm kind of looking for the right moment to head out. Like, are I, you looking
4: for a reason to stay, or are you just, whenever you can?
3: I mean, I'm, I'm probably looking for a reason to stay.
2: And by that, she of course means a romantic interest.
3: No. Uh, the last one went really bad. To which
2: I humbly offer my services. You find it you just find a dildo <laughs> in the basement.
3: <laughs> you remember what we said last week, Eames? Four inches is still just four inches.
4: <laughs> I would imagine Greg's also gonna have this conversation, but you heard Daniel wants to leave too. Is that like a, a, a path you'd like to follow? Two people kind of in the same situation?
2: I swear to God to not elope with my son. <laughs> yeah, Sam, I don't know if that's the path you want to be following given your reputation. I'll hunch you down and kill you.
3: With Williams out of character blessing, yes, but no sex jokes. This is a completely platonic conversation path.
2: Oh, it's just a platonic running away with a child. Well, good
1: then. Hey, he is of age. So, what do you do? You could elope with my son, uh, you can elope with Greg's son, but Greg would be very mad at you. If he ran into you again, he would probably say very mean things.
3: I'm not going to elope with Greg's son. I think we're Um, just talking
4: about talking to him at this point.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think I would, uh, talk to the kid and ask him why he's wanting to to run away.
4: So one day after coming back with Greg from what they're doing, he kind of sits outside... And is working on maybe sharpening some arrowheads or cutting cu- cutting some of the meat from the hunt. Greg goes back inside, and Syrinx walks out.
3: I assume I'm working on traps.
4: Yeah, you can be. You're building the door while he's working his meat. Oh.
3: <laughs> Please rephrase that.
4: You're working on the door while uh, Daniel is fletching his
2: bow. There we go. While he's jiggling his wiggle.
3: And I guess I, I probably look over at him and I'm like, "Uh, "So you're planning on joining the army?"
4: Yeah, or something. I don't know. It's just I don't think there's a lot here for me anymore.
3: I mean, your family's here, aren't they?
4: Well, I mean, at a certain point, at a certain age, you know, kids gotta go off and be a man. You know, my
2: God damn.
3: How old is Daniel?
4: 17. Okay, cool, cool. You know, I've got to, I guess I, it's just time for me to be an adult, you know? I've always kind of just been a kid, and now maybe it's time for me just to leave. I know my mom and my dad, my sister are safe now, and I know there's a lot of people out there. I know there's a lot of them that aren't, and maybe, maybe I can do something to help. Well, these are dangerous times, but, you know, if you can do something to help, maybe, maybe you should.
3: I kind of think about that for like a couple seconds, and keep on putting these magical spikes in the door. And I look back at the the kid, and I'm like, "So, couldn't help out around here at all?"
4: I mean, they got they got Grogu, they got Trustin, they got Jet and Rina, they got Olred. They how they have Dad, they have you to inspire them. You know, there's there there seems to be an abundance of help around here and now that i know my family's in good hands i just think it's it's time for me to move on
3: i mean i guess that's fair but i've you know run away a lot and thinking that it might solve problems and it doesn't necessarily always do that
4: well what are
3: you looking for you know i always just kind of wanted to find a town to stay in and not have people murder me or burn down inns that I was frequenting.
4: You know, I, I hate to break it to you, but I don't think you're going to find that anywhere close. Me, I mean, like, I, I understand that, like, safety is, or security even, is important, but there's, there's got to be more, right? Like, what do what do you want?
3: I mean, I said it. I want, like, a fucking home. Oh.
4: I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll end up staying. Maybe, maybe this this is enough. But I don't know. Family's important, and friends are important, and maybe we're building something here. Maybe I can wait. I just home. It's uh, maybe not something you can ever really find.
3: I kind of digest that, and I look at look at Daniel and nod. And I'll think about that. You think about think about running off, and you sure to talk to your dad about that shit.
4: I also just want you to know, Sears. You just took that. You just took advice from a seventeen-year-old.
3: Look, I okay.
4: I do have. I've a had some. I've, to had, live
3: from, though. I've had some low points in my life. <laughs> this is probably one of the lower ones, but um, this conversation stays mainly between you and me, kid. Oh,
2: at this point, Truxton comes <laughs> up because Truxton has also been working on traps. <laughs> hey, Cyrix, also don't leave because I'll fucking, like, activate some bear traps on you. We like you. Stick around.
3: Aw, that's really, <laughs> really cute. Now I kind of want to leave now. I have to constantly argue with trucks.
1: Greg, what are your small tasks? So my main goals are going to be to make a overall map of the area. And then I'm mm-hmm. also going to be, my small goal is going to be some girl of warfare shit. Me and my son, we're just going to run around the woods we'll see a hop album. We're both going to shoot them with our bows, and we're going to fucking leave. I'm high enough level and do enough damage. I'll kill people at least <laughs> to really wound them.
3: You should leave their heads, like, stuck into the tree with an arrow.
1: No, no, no. Just kill the one, and then his friends get to drag his corpse back. So, actually,
4: let's, I guess, resolve both of those at the same time. Um, but first, you're, you're walking through the forest with Daniel, and he says... I didn't really want you to find out about me leaving for somebody else. That's fair. You're planning on leaving? Yeah. The weird wizard lady. She told you. Weird wizard lady. <laughs> <laughs> the the wizard or The it's wizard orc.
2: God, I loved that vocal <laughs> delivery. As a brief aside, that was excellent. Let's take it from the top. Okay, here we go. You know. I didn't want you to find out about
4: me, you know, leaving from somebody else. I... I was gonna tell
1: you. Well, I appreciate the honesty. A little late. Although I guess it was revealed by some witch. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's pretty crazy shit. It... it really should have come from me. And,
4: like I said, I was pretty close to telling you. I just didn't want to do it while we were in danger. That, that wolf cave wasn't exactly the shining
1: beacon on the hill. No, it wasn't. It kept the rain away. You know, boy, I can't blame you for wanting to leave. I, too, left my family. Our, uh, your uncle in Carvogia. It was seen so long ago. But I, I remember the way he treated his son. He kept him locked up. He was, he was special. He had powers. He was gifted from birth and your uncle, he saw fit to keep him locked away, like some kind of special prize, and I wouldn't do that to you, boy. Can can I tell you why I want to leave? Go ahead. Well, it's... I guess it's better to ask do you want
4: to know what the difference between your family and, and my family is? Go ahead. From all the stories you've ever told me, it seems that your family wasn't worth protecting, but mine is, and there's, there's things out there that are coming for us, and if I can do anything to make sure that Mom and Sarah and you survive it, I think that that's what I want to do. I need to make my own way, but I need to make my own way for the people that are important.
1: I, I see where you're coming from, and I think if you truly want to keep us and everyone else safe, I, I need you here, boy. I'm I'm not as young as I once was, and I'm just one person. I have the others, mostly Gorgu. the other two, hmm.
3: but <laughs> I have others. Rude! how do you
2: about that, Sirix. You just got lumped in with me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I tried to talk sense into your son, Greg. Listen,
2: Sirix, let's just get together. It's supposed to happen. See, they all hate us. <laughs> Turn to the short side. <laughs>
3: All of four inches.
1: All <laughs> four inches of a short size. But my point is, boy, I need you. I've Me and your mother have raised you well. You're strong. You're smart. And we definitely need you here. Go on. I'll,
4: I'll, I guess I'll think about it. Can I maybe suggest a, a compromise? I'm listening. Grogu, he's been drilling the, some of the refugees to try to make them more capable at fighting. What if, what if I go out with them, maybe lead them to to help our our people? I'll be gone for times, but maybe maybe I won't be gone forever. And I could protect you and Mom and Sarah, and all these people we've been living
1: with. But I could also make a
4: difference out there.
1: Hmm. I. I definitely know that you can handle yourself, and you'd be a good leader to these people, and you would still be here helping us. You'd be a good asset to the community, or I still would be proud. I think this is a good compromise. I offer him my hand to shake. He reaches his hand out, <laughs> but then he does one of those two slow moves. Uh, <laughs> he shakes it. And then we have that and then you, quiet masculine silence as we stalk and murder Why days.
2: Why too much masculinity on this podcast.
1: Okay,
4: so what I want is for the month of work, four survival checks. Representing your attempt to map the area.
1: Can my son give me aid?
4: <laughs> yeah. Let me roll those real quick. First one he yeah. does. Second one he doesn't. Third one he does. And the fourth one he does.
1: Alright, first one. Ah, uh, that's a 12. Plus, okay. what do I get from aid 2? Two? 2. That's a 14. Uh, second one, unaided. Hey, there's a 16. Okay. Alright, and then the next two are aided? Uh, I'm just yes. going to roll them kind of quicker. Alright, well that's a 13 plus 2 for 15, and then the last one is a 19 plus 2 for 21.
4: Well, that's the one you wanted to hit. So, basically what you find is just forests, some paths that maybe Foxclaws or the rangers were taking. You stumble across a couple landmarks, though. One is a pretty sizable orchard. orchard. Uh, the problem, though, is while you're checking it out, a couple wasp swarms are there guarding the food and stuff. Um, bees. Right. So you don't think you can handle that on your own, but you do think you could maybe send out some refugees and gather with maybe some alchemist fires or some torches or whatnot and have them handle it. The second thing you find is...
1: Level one test for the people. Yeah, there's a bunch of fucking
4: bees. Can you go deal with that shit? So you find this long house that was probably some kind of very old uh, military outpost. If you approach, there's something kind of eerie about it, and you don't feel comfortable going in without backup. My uh, adventuring party? Right. But you do notice that there are uh, telltale signs of exit and entrance and exit of some hobgoblins along with a uh, uh, larger goblinoid foot, you would guess, based on some of the stories you've heard, Bugbear? Bugbear? Oh, I, I know enough about goblin that's a goddamn bugbear if I ever did have seen it. And a piece de resistance. In your fourth week of mapping, you've come across a patrol of hobgoblin, or of iron things There are two hobgoblins, a bugbear, and do you have knowledge arcana?
1: I do no. not.
4: What, what <laughs> looks like to be a, an oversized wolf, but Dark you can't
1: there is no... Hmm, no nature at all?
4: Nope. Oh, no. Not an animal.
1: Not an animal? What? Not an animal. Can I get a knowledge geography on it? Is it a rock thing? No. It's a magical beast. You... They're just
4: kind of like on a patrol. Or you follow them, and they lead to this area that's kind of in this small little gorge. And there's palisades, several... Like within the gorge, and some buildings uh, camp. When they're approaching the the palisade gate, they are kind of like weaving in and out on the ground, but you can't necessarily tell what they're weaving through because there's literally nothing there. But they're taking well, a very true. they're taking a very meticulous route through what seems just to be dirt and sand. The other things you notice are from the north and the e the western side this camp is surrounded by a ravine that is fairly steep and looks like it would be difficult to traverse on the south is about 30 feet of a very thick briar patch
1: hmm not thistle top at least is there anything else notable about the location
4: they send out patrols every three or four hours um, sometimes it's just hobgoblins, sometimes it's hobgoblins and bugbears, sometimes it's hobgoblins and those weird wolf things. You know they're not wolves, so maybe you, like, memorize what they look like and try to describe it when you get back.
1: Fair enough.
4: And that's your
1: month. Uh, that looks surprisingly well. Whose month is next? I mean, we
2: can do mine. Okay. Trucks then what do you want to do with your month? Uh, so I feel like I've already knocked out some of it, but, so, it. wait, hold on, was the trap thing then not my main challenge?
4: No, we'll say that's a smaller thing.
2: Okay. Oh, man, that, lady
4: gnome.
2: I don't think that's an option.
4: I, I went back on that. So Novi comes back, brings that scrap metal, and
2: you're there to to intercept it. And so is Cyrix, by the way. Okay. Wait, what? You're wingman.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm wingmanning for you. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, what's her name again? Novi. Wow, thank you, Novi. That's awfully... This metal looks great. I love this metal. How am I doing here, Sirix? <laughs> I kinda like
3: I kinda like make a motion to like like I move my hand down a little bit. It's kinda like you need to tone it down. Just like just take it down a notch, but just
2: cover your erection. Hey, thank you for the medal.
0: Well damn, Truxton, you're darn welcome. Uh can I have that hundred gold pieces, then?
2: You can have a, a hundred and a little something on top for your trouble.
0: Like we talking 200? Uh, yes, we're
2: so talking two so. hundred? Oh, we're talking like one oh five. Calm down man.
0: That sounds good. Uh, a tip to tip, if you know what I mean. Well, I guess I'll be on my way unless y'all well,
2: need to. don't, uh, I mean, listen, you you seem like, you know, you've been traveling a lot. Why don't you take a load off? I believe there's a little uh, distillery that we're uh, getting started up, if you'd like to drink some Four loco with me.
4: Well, I thought these scrap metals. Was- for that distillery, but if you got a four local, right, I,
2: uh, I will definitely am I.
4: Just... <laughs> Look, don't don't worry, trucks. I was just putting on an act.
2: Oh, good. Okay. I I just did it. It. <laughs> Much better. Um.
4: I mean, if you have a four local laying around, I guess I'd take one.
2: What? What can we? What's like a fun, like middle-e uh, dumbass D and D name for four loco? Just call it, uh...
3: I'm sure, if we don't have the distillery up, I'm sure call we've it got
2: Perescue some piss.
3: wine around. Would I have any, like, wine on me for any reason?
2: Uh, probably. I would have some, I would have a lot of different stuff on me, so... <laughs> <laughs> I worry about it. Get some weed, make the move. Yeah. Weed! Yeah.
4: <laughs> Just say Truxton has one of every drug. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alright, fentanyl first.
3: <laughs> I, I mime smoking a joint.
4: I've, I've got an idea. You remember that new power you have? Your little, you, your share hallucination thing? So one of the things you can do with it is create a minor image. Right. Um, Which just lets you make anything with images or, and like simplistic sounds. You can okay, hold on. To try.
2: Yes, I do that, but I preface it by asking her a question real quick. Have you seen the show Future Realm? <laughs> I have not. Oh, perfect. I Perfect. Oh. No just random question. Moving on, and then uh, I But uh, so are you going to ask her to imbibe in your drug? So listen, I've got. Hey, to, take uh, this. It has robot. How do you How do you feel about uh, How do you feel about uh, psychedelics? I don't know, Truxton. How about you make me a diplomacy check? Okay. Like can I be please
3: beat him it? on this?
2: Yes. Yeah, of course you can, Sam. And I'm using my other inspiration <laughs> dice on this as well. By the way. Okay. Yeah! You have so many. You're fine.
3: I rolled a 16.
2: Uh, so 19 from mine and then a plus 2. That's a 21.
4: I guess I could try anything once.
2: Alright, that's the spirit. And then as the sort of high sets in, I recreate the exact scene that Fry did for Leela in Futurama. Just swapped out with us. When uh, wait, when Fry wait. was playing that instrument. Wait, kind of like wait, up no. a... wait
5: wait, before or after we had the <laughs> devil <helmet? laughs> Probably after. This is only after, after. after, yes. Yeah. It's, it's That's
4: more so so it's basically you just show her your like heads floating in the air and then
2: like you, Us you so, like holding hands for a second and
4: going into a, a shitty house. Yes. Yes. But like South Park style, so you're just like construction paper.
2: That's correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> what the fuck is her answer? Pick one. Know. Well, Truxton, that was that's certainly interesting.
4: <laughs> God damn well, it!
2: Yes! I'm very encouraged by her saying that. <laughs> uh, maybe here in a couple of weeks I could come
4: back and leave Okay, do I'll, keep, again.
2: I'll keep practicing.
4: That's, that's a good idea. I, I, I liked the plot, but the artwork wasn't great. It was a first effort. So she comes back maybe the next week, and you guys start having conversations.
5: Dinner by the
4: lake. Yeah, that's fine. You find a lake and you have a dinner.
5: We have the cave lake where the lobsters work. Oh,
4: yeah, that's true.
5: Literally and beautiful.
4: And, I mean, you got you guys like kind of start, I guess, talking about your lives. And she goes, so... So you like these, these people?
2: Yeah, I, they're all right. I mean, considering where I came from, it's not so bad. Where you, where did you come from? Uh, I'm actually I'm from Kroagodon, and I was a bit notorious up there for being involved with the uh, local uh, you know mafia of sorts. So you could say I'm a pretty dangerous guy.
4: Ooh, I I like danger. You know where where I come from is where I come from is uh there's some danger too. There's these, these creatures in the Underdark. They're, uh, oh, what do you call them? called Morlocks. They used to just be like, they're just I like kind of like rabid bears, I guess. They're just animals, you know. But all of a sudden, just out of the past couple months, they, uh, I guess they found some sort of religion and they're just—I don't know—they're organizing in a way that they normally don't. It makes—it makes traveling underground kind of harder. It, it's just—it's just weird.
2: Oh, is that why it's taking
4: you
1: so long to bring the scrap?
4: Well, <laughs> Kristen, you could fuck right off. That was a
2: joke. And then she like punches you in the arm. Playfully. Yeah. All right, I sock her in the fucking face. <laughs> she dies.
1: <laughs> no.
4: She had three hit points. <laughs>
2: Well, listen, we've dealt with some pretty scary monsters in our day, and I'm quite sure the whole gang would be down to stop doing whatever it is we're doing. I honestly never know and go drop everything and help you. In fact, we've got a whole militia to throw at this problem now. And she goes, how about you wait till book four? <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> she goes, nah, that ain't, that ain't a problem. I found I found tunnels around them. They're Morlocks. It's just it's interesting
2: tales of the road. Yeah, I'm pretty good at finding tunnels too.
4: I bet you are. Can I ask you a question, though? Yeah. So, first time we met, mm-hmm. the people that I sold stuff to...
2: Thanks for censoring uh, yourself there. I don't take kindly to language. You're welcome. I've, I've, I've grown accustomed to you, trucks. what So, so it's
4: just... I don't know. When I'm spending this time with you, I guess, I just noticed that you look at people differently. Like the folks that... that i met that first time the ones who i sold stuff to you look at them with a bit more respect than and these other ones the refugees i guess is is there a reason why
2: well i'm from a place where you know you protect your own and uh i've grown to consider you know a few of them my own but uh we've taken on in my opinion a bit more than we can chew with all these refugees and I'm just not uh, I, I don't trust people I don't know
4: well can, I don't, this might be a weird question but then why do you stay
2: uh, because again I'm this is the first thing that's been anything close to a hospitable environment that I've ever been in in my entire life and I like it even though it still involves you know killing and murder and I was doing that before with people I felt less safe around so it's a better experience for me I'm gonna
4: roll a d6 uh four through six is good deal oh that's good okay that's a five so she stands up and she goes it this this cave lake picnic has been all the nice but I gotta I got go back to work and I, I think maybe this time might be a bit longer but <sighs> I get that money I understand she steps in and she she kisses you on the forehead.
2: All right, I put a hand on her head. I reach as, <laughs> up as high as I can. You're the same height. I reach to the air. Oh, we are. Yeah. What is she? She's a uh, she's basically a gnome. All right. Well, I pull the I pull the kiss down from forehead to lips. Uh, and spicy. She she goes with it. All right, tongue now. <laughs>
4: She pulls <laughs> bold there, man. Bold. <laughs> she pulls back and she goes Damn. Alright. Maybe next time.
2: Maybe next time for the change. I felt weird. I felt like flirting with Derek. I hated that.
3: <laughs> I had to have sex with Derek.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good point. Did, did it, <laughs> it feel weird when you were doing it, Seth?
3: You think? <laughs> yeah, okay.
4: Sure. Uh so she she goes back into the cavern and uh, she doesn't come back the next week. And she doesn't come back the next week.
3: If you kill another love interest, Eric, I'm off the podcast.
4: She'll be back. What's the second thing you wanted to do?
2: Uh, I was gonna like look at some. I was gonna go read somebody's diaries or something. Serious, oh. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna it's decode. A, I'm gonna decrypt the a... journal. What are your diaries, Sirius?
3: <laughs> it's just a list of of. Just lewd acts that I've performed at one point or another.
5: <laughs> Gorgug, though he has no lore reason to help you out, does have a skill in linguistics for deciphering terms. The lore reason is that we're buddies, dude. Come on. <laughs> the
3: lore is that you're putting the still together and you're like, oh, hey, you can be hey, nice bro, and You want to read these diaries while we're you drunk? You can be nice <laughs>
5: and drunk. I'll do anything. It's only if it's funny, he'll do it.
3: Actually, yeah. I
4: mean, I would imagine that while you guys are putting the still together, you kind of talk about like what you've been doing over the past couple months and the battle with the white comes back and you remember that journal you found and you remember you gave it to Auburn but you're wondering if now that you know more about like what's going on, maybe you're a little stronger and smarter maybe you can figure
5: it out maybe, oh I want to add a little flavor note here by the way, while we're building this still testing on new recipes really he's, uh, truck's going to do most of the work I'm just kind of sitting back Yelling, yelling and occasionally telling him long wooden war stories but i want to admit, <laughs> i love it. that though that's like this uh, the only the closest thing we have to the history channel here and then i uh, also yeah. would like greg to be the taste tester for our different batches
3: how come oh, i'm
5: not gosh. in this room <laughs> oh you're building
4: a door <laughs> this is probably somewhere where they've kept auburn's belongings And, I mean, at this point, you guys are more or less the the de facto leaders of the camp. So you go and find this journal, and you open it up, and she's got about... She's written out a codex that has probably, like, half the alphabet or so decoded. Um, So if you want to try to keep going and finishing her work, it's going to take some time. But we'll say it's a plus, plus five to the check, plus you guys can, like, aid each other. Oh, cool. Okay. Okay, 24 on that. Okay. You got it. Okay. This journal seems to be a general outline of the Trimsonardo Rangers' strategic plans for, for years before the Iron Things. What you discover is that there are three forts in the Fangwood Forest that are Trimsonardo strongholds closest to you is Fort Reeston. It's it's their biggest, like, biggest military fort to probably fit the most people. Uh, Second is Fort Nunder, which is where they have stored a catch of very important um, items for fighting certain foes that they've been going against. And then, finally, is Fort Fort Treblani. It's small, but strategically important at the back of the journal there's a tiny secret compartment that holds a small note in it and it's written in common it says boxes back to the hole when you use auburn's decoding work you realize that that means all transinato rangers are to be
5: recalled back to fort trovani I'm no expert on these ranger folks. Perhaps Mister Tuller would know more. But what I do know is the—they know these woods better than any other.
4: Okay, so Cirrus, what do you want to do? What do you want to do for your month?
3: Okay, right, I've got this locket that has some level of significance, and I'm gonna try and work that out.
4: As a psychic class, you have special ways to use certain skill checks. They're called Occult Skill Unlocks. So what we discovered is one of the effects of Hypnotism is Recall Memory. Now normally you'd be able to use this on like an opponent, but I'll say like basically what you're doing is you're putting yourself in a trance for several hours a day during this month and trying to draw some of those memories out of your head so what i need you to do is make a diplomacy check 26 what is your will save what's the number that you add to a will save
3: uh it's uh nine uh with a plus two (laughs) if it's an enchantment
4: that is the dc you have to beat is 20 plus the will save modifier of the effect so here's what i'll say you get stuff but it's not perfect so one of these days, you're just focusing on the word that's in the back of your head. Therum. Therum. And your vision goes black, and it slowly fades in. And from like a first-person point of view, you seem to be inhab- inhabiting the body of somebody who's sitting down next to a cottage. And this like blob comes up, like... You can tell it's a person, but the vision is kind of obscured. Um, And she goes, you're you're please, all right? Yeah. My my mom sent me to buy some eggs, and then your vision goes black. And you're sitting in front of a lake, and there's spears, uh, or a spear and some armor sitting next to a tree. And that same, like, blob is sitting next to you, and it goes... What are, what are you thinking about? And then, and then time kind of fast forwards real quick and it stops and then there's this green blob that comes and smacks you right in the chest and you feel this sense of like anger and just wanting to protect this person. just overwhelm you and then your vision goes black again. And then a scene that's perhaps more you understand it a bit more you're standing in the Troglodyte cave and the trouble knight barbarian handis charges at you and swings a warhammer right in your chest and time kind of stops again and the locket begins to vibrate and that same blur while everything's in slow motion kind of like erupts from your locket and touches your touches your shoulders and of channels this energy into your body and a blow that probably should have killed you it it doesn't and then the blur kind of like dissipates and floats off up into the air and disappears and, and, then, you're, uh, and then your vision returns and you're in the cave
3: so what do i like make of this
4: i don't know i mean focusing on that word like you don't remember the first two scenes at all but, you know, she was referring to you and knew that, like, you sold eggs as a child. So, there's something or somebody you've forgotten that seems to have had an important place in your past.
3: I mean, I feel, yeah. I feel like Zarek would be interested in this and would, would continue exploring this as as necessary.
4: Make it a diplomacy check.
3: 28.
4: Okay, so your vision goes like you're once again first person sitting outside of a cottage and this young, young girl in perfect vision walks up to you and she says, You're Sierich's C- C- Blade Thor, right?
3: I mean, I assume in these visions I don't have like control over myself, correct? No. Okay, so I, I, I say yes again.
4: Uh, what, what does Farum look like?
3: Uh, she is a human girl. I uh, think she has blonde hair, and she is on, she is very, very short for a human.
4: Yeah. You say yes, and she goes, oh, "My mom sent me to buy some eggs." And then your vision goes blank, and then you wake up again, and your vision is just clouded all over the place. You can't barely make anything out, but you're walking, and the voice says. This is your home for a minute. Uh, you'll be positioned up here as long as you're working with the ranges. And ish, I can tell you a little bit about the fort. This is obviously Nunder. This is where we've kept several of our items that we're using to, well, dragon hunting. Uh, it's down in the vault. Um, in our heyday, we had two trapsmiths, and they... One was an axe expert, one was an expert with a bow, and they couldn't decide how to, uh, how to build, build the trap. So, they each took half of the fort, and that's why there's these two tunnels. One where the axe is the important one, one where the, the bow is the important one. So, uh, that's why the fort looks a little weird. Uh, so, I mean, barracks are underground, the, uh, cafeteria is right over there around the corner, um, Ish, you'll be positioned on the front gate from say 6 to noon and then inside the fort working and training from noon to 6 um do do you have any questions Miss Green
3: Miss Green?
4: Auburn did you hear me? Do you have any questions? and your vision fades out Corvuk what do you want to do this month? I'm training
5: the boys and the (laughs) gals
4: Okay. This
5: is my executionary torture.
4: So, part of the Iron Fang invasion venture path is a subsystem which involves building a militia up. So, we're not going to do anything too in depth with the rules. If you have any questions about it, just ask us and we'll explain how we got the numbers we got. So, Gorgoog is going to be. He is the, uh, Gorgug is the commandant for the militia, so he'll be training them for this month. Uh, so what do you want to do?
5: No. Well, we figure out aptitudes first, figure out the ones that are going to be better with weapons, uh, like clubs and swords, and the ones that are going to be better with weapons like bows and thrown items.
4: I think you could probably do that through the, uh, drill militia action. Probably. Okay. So what we're going to do with that, you'll make a loyalty check. And you have to beat a DC 11. Um, so your bonus. Who's the um, the ambassador's Truxton?
5: Yeah, yeah, we. I believe you said we had a plus four. Plus three, I believe actually. I, I thought it was plus four, plus three, plus five.
4: Yeah, so it'll be it'll be a plus four. Oh
2: my! Yeah, my modifier is a plus three for Colin. Right, and right. since
4: this is the only action the um, that you can take, so you can take two actions this round because I'm gonna just say that Daniel is going to be your guys' strategist in the militia. so Cyrix nice. can add, as the overseer, can add a charisma or constitution check to this one, if she'd like.
3: What do you say, commander?
5: First day is most important day, aside from all the others.
3: Uh, I rolled an 11 charisma check.
5: Nope, you, you add your charisma modifier oh, we'll to... Oh, okay. Four. You get a
3: plus four, then. So I'm going to
5: have a 1d20 plus 8 for this initial drill? Yes. And I want to say conditionally: if this drill works, we'll move on to general uh, just training. And if it doesn't work, we'll do it again. Okay, 1d20 plus eight, 17. Uh, that hits it. So roll so
4: you'll add training points. Uh, you'll you'll increase the malicious training score by 2d6 plus your hit dice.
5: So 2d6 plus four. Yes. Ooh, max bin plus four. We got an 11. So, on that first action, you leveled up the moshaw.
4: After your month of peace, you wake up one morning to the sound of bells ringing outside. You all recognize this as the tripping of one of your traps. You all rush outside, and there stands a very imposing hobgoblin man. And he looks at you and goes, Well, well, well! It looks like you all have taken out the Troglodytes. That's, that's, that's quite defeat. It's very impressive. Yeah, we were gonna we were gonna t- ally ourselves with them to try to take you lot out, but this might work even better. I've got a deal for you all. And that's the end of our broadcast week. You all are in for some trouble next time. Haha. <laughs>